appreciated that those selection of songs. Turn in your Bibles to Acts chapter one. This is the season of the year. Maybe we don't even think about it. See, we just celebrated Ascension Day. Ten days later is what? Pentecost. And these feasts revolve around the children of Israel from Old Testament times, of their harvest times, uh, Passover, unleavened bread, feast of first fruits, all kind of intricately related closely to each other, all had a significance. It's all there in Leviticus 23. And then on 50 days later from the morrow after the Sabbath, and that's interesting, that's speaking about the first fruits, Jesus arising from the dead. They had that first of feast of first fruits just right after Passover. And that was just that one day celebrating the harvest of barley. Then from that date, 50 days later, year after year after year, came Pentecost. And that's why we have Pentecost. Pentecost was the time when, when uh, Moses possibly received the law from Mount Sinai. It doesn't clearly say that, but many Bible scholars think so. But Pentecost was a national feast of Israel where all males needed to gather in Jerusalem along with Passover, then Pentecost and Feast of Tabernacles in the fall. Three times a year when males, men 12 years old and older, needed to go to Jerusalem and give an offering to God. Well, here in Acts chapter 1, there's three verses I want to read. In verse 4, 5, and 8. And verse 4, I see a P there, promise. Promise. That is God's promise. God promised something. What did he promise? Verse 5, I put in a word there, his presence. And then verse 8, you'll find another P word. Power. But you should receive power. So we have here, coming up for this Pentecostal feast, an annual thing that took place year after year, 1,300 years, year after year. Here's a special, a special day, the birthday of the Church of Jesus Christ, which we are participants of today because of Jesus. Verse 4, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days hence. In verse 8, but ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, and in all Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Three sections of scripture here that is interesting. Now Jesus said here that they should not depart. Stay right in Jerusalem, disciples. Stay there. 
wait until the promise of the Father. And I don't think they had any idea as to what's going to take place. Before this, the Holy Spirit, Old Testament times, and in the disciples, had a measure of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit was always present because he's God. The Holy Spirit is sometimes thought of as a forgotten one. And have we thought about him this morning? As a Christian, he lives within each of us. In fullness, we can receive him. In Old Testament times, he came upon believers. And with the disciples, he must have in measure been with the disciples. Because when they left Jerusalem, went back to the temple, before Jesus' ascension, before this Pentecostal day, it says in Luke, they were filled with joy. And that's the fruit of the Spirit. Well, why not? Jesus had arisen, and they were glad. They saw him, they talked with him, and they communed with him, you know. And so they were filled with joy. So they had a measure of the Holy Spirit, but not at its fullness. And we can receive his fullness too. But here, the promise. The promise is from John 17, two verses. You don't have to turn there. That's 16 and 17. Jesus, you know, we'd miss so much if it were not for the Gospel of John. We'd miss so much. And this is one thing, especially, that we would miss is the promise of the Holy Spirit's coming. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because he seeth him because he seeth him not, neither knoweth him. For he dwelleth with you. He dwelleth with you. See, they had a measure. And shall be in you. He's within each of us this morning as Christians. Isn't us, within us, as we walked in here in the church. As we came this morning in our vehicles. As we go from here. The Holy Spirit, as a Christian, is within you. And if you want a fuller measure of him, Open your life to him. Surrender. Faith. Believe in him. Confess your sins. Ask him to fill, fill you. Filling of the Holy Spirit is something different yet than the baptism. The baptism, I think, is the initial experience of the Holy Spirit in one's life. The new birth experience comes along with the baptism, being brought under, being brought in control of the Holy Spirit. Then the filling of the Spirit, as we see in the book of Acts, that happened after the Holy Spirit came, and that's something we can receive as well. We can be recipients. It seems we, they, they, Acts chapter 4 then, they were filled in Acts chapter 2, but in chapter 4 they were filled again. So it's something we need an ongoing experience with. Then we have the unction of the Spirit, or the called also the... Uh, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is, I believe, a special anointing for you in your Sunday school classes. As teachers, you need an anointing this morning. Pray for an anointing. Pray for unction. I remember as pre preaching years ago, from that place there up to the pulpit, I often prayed, Lord, just anoint me. Give me an unction. All unction is what we need in preaching, teaching, in speaking and in maybe witnessing personally. That's unction. We need an unction daily. It's something different yet than the baptism and the filling 
and uh, so forth. It's unction or anointing. Praise God this morning for the Holy Spirit. He came just in time, exactly on time, exactly on the date. It was always that way, the feast of Passover, why Jesus died and in his Feast of Unleavened Bread, very immediately following the Passover, Jesus was in the tomb, and the Feast of First Fruits speaks of Jesus' resurrection, because in Leviticus 23, he said, that first fruit shall be done on the morrow after the Sabbath, and that's Sunday morning. And in John chapter, different places, and in Matthew 28, 1, he arose tomorrow after the Sabbath, exactly on time. And then 50 days later, the Holy Spirit came, and he was a part. Uh, we, it, it's so good that Jesus went. Jesus said so. It's much better. That way Jesus can be everywhere, all the place, all the time, uh, through the Holy Spirit, all the time. And he can be forever with us, as he says, and uh, he'll direct us, guide us. I encourage maybe our ministry to think about maybe preaching a series of messages on the Holy Spirit. There's so much, so much to uh, think about and talk about in this. Let's kneel together in prayer. Our Father, we thank you for the promise of the Holy Spirit, the immutable God, never changing, unchanging, has uh, given it so from the Father, sent the Holy Spirit into the world. So much better in a sense because the Holy Spirit can be everywhere present, and especially in our hearts, especially in the church, and we thank you. And we thank you too for his presence with us through the baptism of the Spirit, uniting us together, endowing us with power, uh, and giving us strength and grace day by day, and, and bring, bring us into the family of God by the new birth, the baptism. And then we thank you too for the power you give to us in our daily lives to be full of the Spirit, to talk to others about Jesus as you give us the unction and opportunity. And we thank for this assembly this morning. Bless each person here, even the children. Bless them. Bless, Father, the uh, teachers and fill them with the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, the preaching of the word today could feed and bless our lives. And Father, those who are hearing online, Father, touch their hearts too. Bless our visitors this morning and comfort and strengthen them. Bless and fulfill the need of every person that we could be a living witness and testimony in this lost and dying world. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank you again for the Holy Spirit. Amen.